The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. A long December and there's reason to believe Maybe this year will be better than the last Melvin, you know, he's a guy that's a, he's a true pro. He's done a lot of good stuff uh, here at the Denver Broncos and scores the touchdowns for us this year. And we, we thought it was best uh, for the team. And we've moved on. And I wish him the best of luck. And uh, I think it's a great for him to have a fresh start. Nathaniel Hackett talking about the decision to let Melvin Gordon go. Orlando Franklin in for politicking. stink this morning. All right, explain that. Why politicking? Um, everything that he says is politicking. You telling me the first time that you play against the Las Vegas Raiders, you don't view this as a rivalry. You see the spin that Broncos country has had. You know what's going on all through the media. Yet the second time that you play against the Las Vegas Raiders, you talk about, oh, yeah, you know, I remember when I was younger and my dad coaching for the Raiders. It's almost looked like you're looking for a job. You're trying to keep the door open for if you're not here next year. This is the exact same thing. Now, when you're talking about Melvin Gordon. Scapegoating. No, it's more of a, hey, build him up, build him up. He might be a part of my team next year somewhere. You know, trying to implement my, uh, when I get, if I get demoted and I'm just an offensive coordinator, I'm going to need somebody that somewhat knows my package and my offense and maybe I bring him in. So. It's just politics. Look, I get, I get the fact that there's some self-preservation involved yes. in, in these decisions. I think the, the move to Clint Kubiak was equal parts. Yes, we need to try to try something new with this offense, but two, it at least shows that I'm willing to humble myself. We're, we're willing to do something different. And the fact that it is different and this is week one of doing something different, he maybe this buys me a little extra time. But at, at some point, at some point, oh, you talk, You just talked in the last segment eloquently about how the culture here around this team is not good. Well, I don't think it helps that culture if you continue to keep a guy around who continues to put the ball on the ground. What, what player for the Denver Broncos has made Nathaniel Hackett look worse than Melvin Gordon? None. Even with, even Russell Wilson, you could blame it on the many other things. The offensive line, not having, uh, Tim Patrick, wide receivers, may, maybe, uh, J- maybe Cortland Sutton is not a one on other teams. Whatever the case may be, you could make up a lot of excuses. But when you have a guy go out there and he's publicly sitting there and he's sulking and then the following week, you know, people are calling for his head, but now he becomes the starter. You've just made, made look like a, a idiot over and over and over. This player has made you look like a fool. But yet you're going to go out there and publicly thank him. And it's all this. Is, why does it even have to be all that? It should have just been, hey, it didn't work. What he did yesterday was unacceptable. You guys know the play. Everybody's been talking about it. It's unacceptable. And we're not going to accept that moving forward. Next on the Morning Brew. I think it's just a milestone. It's not something that I look at too much as an individual. Um, for me, I don't think if we don't have this group of guys, I don't think that that gets accomplished on an individual aspect of the game. So um, a lot of the, that credit goes to them. <laughs> I don't feel like I've accomplished anything. I think it's just a little bit of a milestone. But yeah, that's about it. Ah, uh, <laughs> Gail, can you, you honestly you, say that with a straight face? Yeah, well, no, that, that's humility, and I love it. But my man, my man, my man, Makar, dude, you just became the fastest defenseman in the history of the NHL. They've been playing this game for a century. Fastest defenseman ever to 200 career points. Dude, that is huge. 
So for me, it's, it's been so crazy and such a unique thing watching Kale McCarr come in and just in a short period of time be so valuable to this hockey team. Right from day one. Um, and, and in every situation. Yeah. Right? I mean, yesterday he was able to get it on the power play, right? Yeah. And right now the Avs are the best in the NHL with when it comes to the power play. But it's been nice to see like a guy come in and it's like, that's like a 10-year vet. Like day one, yep. like he comes in and he yep. has that skill set, like his hockey IQ off the charts, understands the angles, understands how to play, when to play aggressive, when to pull back. Like it's been unreal watching Kale McCarr and yeah, super happy for him, super proud of him. I mean, you look at last year, the the accolades, the awards, and now this year you get to that 200. The sky's the limit and they're finding ways to win as a banged up hockey team. But yeah, let's not let's not overlook that. And I have so much we are so lucky, you want to talk about a culture, to be able to watch the leadership of guys like McCarr, McKinnon, uh, Rantanen. Look at you know, that hockey team winning right now. Right. You would think you would think it would be easy, it would be excusable. It'd be forgivable forgivable if if these group of guys that I just mentioned looked at and said, Yeah, look, we just won the cup. Short off season, long grind ahead of us. We're minus some guys. Look, we'll be there in the end. Let's not sweat it. Instead, this te- these guys, this core is saying, Nope, we've got a standard. We have a standard that we've set. We have a standard that we're going to meet. We have a standard that we demand. And we're going to lead the way. I, I think it's incredible. And what a core. And it's a championship core, you know. And it's something that as we look at some of these other teams in town and wonder what are they missing, why do they not have the right kind of culture, well, just just look to the avalanche. Look to the avalanche to, to see how it's done. Make the comparisons there. And then you see in the areas in which the other teams are lacking so much. Next on the Morning Brew. Flip to Debo, coming back the other way, left, led by Croft and Trent Williams and Ayuk. Breaks the tackle, 20, 10, 5. Debo Samuel all the way into the end zone for a touchdown. Anote Tassion San Francisco. 49ers radio as they were in Mexico City last night. They put a... A whooping on the uh, Arizona Cardinals playing minus Kyler Murray. Did, mm. I, it wouldn't have mattered. Mm. San Francisco, th- this is a growing beast. Yes. Uh, how about Jim Jim? Four touchdowns, second time of his career. Jimmy G. He's done four touchdowns. Uh, the first time was against the Arizona Cardinals again. Um, but it's crazy to watch like Brandon Ayuk go out there, get two touchdowns. Then you get Kittle just going crazy. You got guys in Arizona making business decisions on the sidelines, not wanting to make tackles. But San Francisco is that juggernaut right now. And the crazy thing, and it's really, really scary, Mike, the secret. Kyle could call plays that gets anybody involved. Like, literally, he goes into the game plan, says, oh, yeah, C-Mac's going to go off. Oh, yeah, Jim Jim's going to go off. Oh, no, 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 Ayuk's going to go off this week. That's how he's able to script it. So I can't wait to see where this team ends up. Yeah, it's it's a team that has so many weapons, and you just get the sense that Kyle is still kind of, you know, he's like the, the mad scientist in the laboratory trying to figure out everything he's got. And once he really dials in on it, Watch out, by the way, Jimmy G looking just exquisite in a, in, I, I don't know, a pink, a salmon type mm. suit walking in. Yeah. Just clean. Their top yeah. three rushers, Debo Samuels, Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell. Um, average per carry, Elijah Mitchell, 6.6. Christian McCaffrey, 5.6. Debo Samuel, 12.3. Mm. That's a run game. Next on the morning group. Polisic on the run. Polisic has way out. Polisic rolls it in. Tim way out. 
last Wayne Hennessy into the back of the net to give the United States their first World Cup goal in eight years and gives them the lead here in Qatar over Wales. 1-0. Fox Sports. I was looking at me going, don't expect me to break this down. Don't, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not either. I'm not. Uh, it's like it's like Olympic sports. Mm. You only pay attention to them every four years in the Olympics. This is the same thing for me with soccer. I did. I, I sat down. I watched. Nice. Most importantly, I, I listened. You want those three hours back of your life? Yeah. I uh, okay. It, 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 I'm not going to get into it with soccer fan. I don't get it, but that's that's just me. But I, okay, if if you love it, you love it. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to try to change your mind. But listening to the uh, the the people that do care about soccer. This was a bad tie, a bad draw for the U.S. Ooh. Trying to get out of pool play. They needed the three points that you get with a an out-and-out out win. And they had the one nothing lead, but uh, it, it many people are using the choke word that they choked because in the second half, they got back on their heels. They sat on the lead. Uh, a dumb penalty, a penalty that did not need to be committed. It was a uh, high school type mistake made oh, uh, by, the the Broncos. U- by the U.S. defender that led to the penalty kick that uh, that that tied the tied the match, the Ooh. equalizer. Ooh. And uh, so now the U.S. is in some trouble because uh, they get England next, and England looked dominant in their win over Iran. And uh, the the idea being that now the U.S. if they really want to get out of Pool play, they're going to have to at least come away with a draw against England, which uh, could be difficult to do. We'll see. You soccer aficionados, do you agree with the assessment of the experts as I just passed along? Not my take, theirs. That'll do it for the uh, morning brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at 630.